Hey there friends, it's Nick. So yesterday I was talking about this landing page that, I'm, that I've been writing and it's the first stage of a sequence around the core concepts of the, this world that I'm building. Um, and I've got a client actually who's doing the same kind of thing at the moment and he's been struggling. He's been struggling to kind of weave the threads of his work together. And when we were talking about it yesterday, I mentioned the value of theme. The, you know, the value of just starting from a place. What is this about? What's the controlling idea? And to be honest, until a few years ago, theme had always been something that I'd I left with my English literature A-level. <laughs> All right. Because um, it never made that much sense to me. But when I was writing the second John Kane thriller, it actually really helped me in the early days get out of a rut. And because I spent some time... You know, I was throwing ideas against the wall, really, when I was sort of planning and plotting the book. But nothing really was sticking. They weren't, it, the, it wasn't hanging together. You know, not in a sense of, you know, there were, I could easily write this happened, then this happened, then this happened. But it didn't have that kind of sense of coherence. And one of the weird things that, that happened was a friend of mine who, you know, was loving the work got into an accident she got into a bizarre accident one of those weird things where she was walking past a sports ground and a cricket ball I think it was hit her you know it was a freak freak accident and it took a long time for her to recover and one of the things I'd written at the end of the first thriller because the, the main character is you know he <laughs> he gets damaged let's just say and one of the the lines towards the end of the book was a, was a surgeon, a doctor, essentially telling him, you know, you're going to be okay, asterisk, but this is always going to be the shoulder where you got shot. And actually that line was sort of bi autobiographical in a way, and not, not that I've been shot, but, you know, 10 years ago or something, maybe a bit longer, I did break my wrist and... The doctor, when he, you know, before they did the surgery to repair it, uh, the doctor did say to me, this is always going to be the wrist that you broke. <laughs> Asterisk, don't sue me. You know, you broke it, right? And one of the things that I talked about with my friend was the kind of the persistence of injury, the persistence of uh, damage. And it gave me the theme, the thematic sort of arc for the book. The thing that powered the book, the second novel, you know, was guilt because of the things that had happened in the first book. And likewise, yesterday when I was talking about the, the landing page that I'd written, I mentioned the word trust. Because for me, trust is the thing that accelerates your business you know when your clients come to trust you when your prospects come to trust you everything is easier i mean i use the metaphor of riding a bike downhill with no hands oh, i used to love that anyway uh, <laughs> there's there's power in that simple word trust because it is a theme that i can hang i can hang this series on and it's not that i'm going to make it explicit necessarily Although I might, but I'm not, it's not about that. It's about, does all this stuff hang together? 
and how do, do the other things I'm going to unpack over these six or seven emails relate to trust or the lack of it? You know, so one of the things, for example, when, when, we're, when we're selling something, it can be really useful to take the opposite view, right? To, to address the other side of the coin because nothing is ever just one thing. And if we want our arguments to have depth, you know, for example, I want to um, I want to help people build businesses that are based on trust. Okay, but that isn't to say that's the only way of doing it. There are plenty of people who create fortunes and wealth by going the other way, by doing the manipulative thing, by essentially kind of binning off their customers. <laughs> Um, and just going out and finding new ones. It's not the business I want to run. It's not the world I want to live in, but it's there. So I might use in one of the emails, you know, there's a classic Machiavelli quote. Um, and now I'm going to butcher it because I can't remember it exactly, but it's in The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, where effectively Machiavelli writes to, to someone. So this is the 1500s. And he's saying, uh, what was it? Something like, I never say what I believe and I never believe what I'd say. And if I accidentally stumble on the truth, <laughs> I try and cloak it with as many lies as possible. Okay. Now we can use that. I can use that quote because it resonates against trust, you know, Machiavelli and, you know, what we now consider to be Machiavellian kind of actions. They, they work to an extent they work in business you know you might end up burning your clients and you might keep having to find new people to 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 sell your crap to but it can work but if you think about how i can take that idea and pair it against trust and again it's about bringing the people who who are with me who understand this with me and repelling the others you know, because if if people are interested in a fast buck or getting rich quick or, you know, being Machiavelli, they are not going to be in it for the long haul. They are not my tribe. So I think, you know, if you're, you know, one of the, one of the, the wider implications of this work, this, when we're, we're creating this story, this central narrative, this mythology is all the different ways in which we can gradually build stories around it and build assets around it. So, you know, bringing it back to the very practical stuff, yesterday I published a page on the website that is the entry point to my world. And over the next week or so, I'll write the emails that you'll get if you sign up on that page. And those things very practically will go out into the world and spread the message, spread the word, and it will resonate with a few people and not with almost everyone else. And that's fine. That's good. Because as, um, as Seth Godin said, you, you know, you can have a very good business with 0% of the population rounded down, you know, you don't need many people um, to build something that's really amazing. And our job, I think, is to find the themes that resonates with the people that that we want 
in our gang. And on that note, I'm going to leave it. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being in my gang. And remember, your story means business. Bye now. Hey, this is Nick. Thanks again for listening. To dig deeper, search for story.business.